Ukraine and Kawashte Akase Ukran Kola Chatna Maklin is a Ian Ushle Kinikora Sakohoira Galti, a Ear Galti, a Scotten, a Vicarapton, Togresha, Tris Lim Liv, Marquin Shifirkin, Ohasar Ven Shalev, Akas Partaklako, Inoko Denarire at Fir Kilurok. Agus Quirinchli lawn that has been shut up winter mark har redisha is sin olskolsha. Mila Buikas Asan Firkin Fulsha, Agas Kmalchin is the Akla Folchule Ultron. Take it to Will Meg Frastler Gorron, Lehin Tisha. Ak is intake, my Nirai relation Gogdon, Yano, Altam Hain, Jennifer Yilfui. May I say, first of all, President and President of the Students' Union and <coughs> students and all of those patrons and those who assisted in every way this magnificent project. See, what a great pleasure it is to be here. I've already thanked President McGrath and the Students' Union for their kind invitation to be here. Uh, President McGrath is a graduate of University College Galway, as it then was, now National University of Ireland Galway, as indeed I am myself. I was president of the Students' Union in 1965. <laughs> no, that's kind of like saying, do you remember the war? We, uh, we, we, uh, at any event, anyway, we were temporarily. I also, at that stage, the numbers were quite low. I also was editing student newspaper at the same time. Briefly, but I think it was banned after the third issue because <laughs> Sarah McEnany would be glad to hear I had increased sales before I left. But, but at any event, anyway, we lived in a small room under the archway in, uh, as you went through uh, into University College Galway. And it enables me now to get serious about, say, about this beautiful piece, great success in architecture that it is. When you look back at the history of, of universities, and uh, I, if you read biographies of people who have the time uh, to do that kind of thing, the point about it is you'll, people refer to their university experience very often in olden times as times that they spent in the quad, waiting to enrol, getting conferred, and everything like that. And then around the 1960s, 70s, a new concept appeared in university architecture called the concourse. And it has been one of the most challenging concepts in, in, in architecture because what it really is, a very wide corridor. And the assumption is, is that where people would before combine and have conversations and discuss things and arguments, that it could be done in this way, that it would happen almost as you would say in the old sociology organically. Well, I think what this building is, is that it is so successful, and I wish it further success. And as I came through the building, and it isn't only that it so efficiently will, in fact, address so many functions, but it's a building that works. And I congratulate the president, and very particularly the student body, past and present, uh, who have so contributed so generously in an intergenerational way in scholastic terms to make it happen. I do want to, th- so I, I do want to say what a pleasure it is to be here, President McGrath. I guess I'll go home here. We stay slim, let us have made a thought of you, and couldn't go again, couldn't keep. I very much enjoy my visits to Dublin City University. 
and you know on previous visits they were indeed just such important uh, occasions one was the university declaring itself a university of century and the next another and the university declaring it an autism friendly university and I have just seen the two spaces above which just are so important and thus today's official opening is adding uh, to Dublin City University's commitment to as you have heard the president say a project in terms of its university and making its contribution of creating an inclusive, diverse and accessible environment in which students can flourish and take full advantage of their educational experience. I remember when I was starting as a university teacher myself with people like Garota Tuhig and others, and it was we actually voluntarily introduced a student um, a seminar system to, we found out something very interesting, students coming from, who had no family connections with any university, rather like myself, um, that if you lasted as far as Christmas in the first term, that was when the biggest fallout was. And it was really about the sense of strangeness that people had after coming from environments that were entirely different and so on. So supports are necessary, tutorials were necessary at that time, and then it became accepted and so on. And now everything is different. And this is in fact, this kind of thinking, this kind of building, and this kind of use is giving great leadership, I think, in making education what it should be, a community of scholarship, and a community of scholarship that takes account of what I have often described as the only definition of a republic, a community of vulnerabilities. And what a magnificent space it is, a life skills centre, a cultural venue, an innovation hub, and a global village, which can provide the setting for a comprehensive development of students as they set out on that journey to becoming active and inclusive citizens. I have to say, having lived in that room and edited the paper for the Students' Union under the archway in UCG in 1965, I say to the President of the Students' Union, you have such great facilities now. <laughs> I also think as well, of course, that this building will be a home uh, to over 90 societies, student societies. And how good it is they are all there, the societies, global brigades, enactors, Vincent de Paul, the Cancer Society, SUAS and many others, all of which are promoting active citizenship or inclusion in some way. I'm so pleased that you have mentioned President Mental Health, because good research that can't be contested and popular mental health studies and surveys are all indicating something very clear, and that is that mental health is the number one issue for young people. I think entering student life occurs at a time in the life cycle when people are particularly vulnerable to mental health difficulties and also under immense pressures from often societies heavily pushing consumption of different kinds and concrete supports for acquiring resilience and coping skills may not be as strong as they should be or could be and it varies Indeed, a legacy of time when mental health, this is all a legacy of a time when mental health, discussing it, making provision for it, ensuring it, did not receive the recognition or the provision that was needed. So now, if we have to fill the gap, we have to fill the gap quickly and without any tartness. 
For in a student's world, there are particular stresses and worries. When I was teaching in the United States, I remember we used Ernest Goffman's book, Irving Goffman's book, The Presentation of Self in Everyday Life. For many students, it's a rehearsal of the presentation of the self, but there are really great pressures on self-image, pressures on exams, there are pressures, the pressures of awakening, developing sexuality, pressures of shyness, of bullying. I speak about it whenever I visit secondary schools, about the importance of the new technology not being used negatively in such a way. Family dysfunction. Many people, in fact, are coming from circumstances in many cases where for them acquiring an education is a release into a fullness of their own life. There are prevailing social and cultural attitudes about mental health, which I hope are changing, and they are changing. And all of these at any time, and the mix of them, would be sufficient to overwhelm even the strongest in any other sense. And for some, there may be too much to deal with at a particular time. But I do want to emphasise on that topic that no young person needs to deal with them alone, nor should they be left to deal with them alone. And I say as President of Ireland that the quality of our citizenship is tested by the extent and depth of our care for others. Ireland's young people's mental well-being is all of our responsibility. We should not attempt to insulate young people from the challenges of life, but rather seek to equip them sufficiently so that they can deal with life's complexities and its inevitable and often unpredictable ups and downs. DCU is clearly conscious of this and of the increasing challenges of mental health issues among the student body, that the new student leadership and life skills course will become a hub of support for students and will deliver programs and have great titles, resilience. I think this is reminds like the, the, the combat song, dust yourself down and start all over again. Mental fitness and mindfulness, and most important of all, and this is so important, providing 24-7 access to qualified counsellors for students. This is so much to be welcomed. As President of Ireland, on all of the leadership that that indicates, may it be everywhere. Any society that neglects mental health loses a rich resource in terms of its people in all generations. And we have to accept that any form of mental illness is just that, an illness to be understood and addressed with care and patience. And healthy, happy, well-balanced lives, faith in oneself, hope in the future, a determination to achieve the fullness of your being in the life that you seek. That is what I know students would wish, not only for themselves, but for all of our people. And everybody through the life cycle may experience, will encounter what may be for a while impenetrable problems. But I do encourage students to speak openly about mental health issues among themselves, to be alert too for the signs that any of your friends or colleagues who might be at a point of needing professional support, that they at the very least have someone to talk to of their feelings and someone from whom they can find an informed response of friendship and care, always delivered non-judgmentally. In all of this participation as well, 
and again we're back to the building, the arts are of the greatest value. So often I have had the opportunity of visiting different arts since 25 years ago when I was ministerial responsibility in that area, but it's now so full of life because the arts, culture and creativity in our communities and in our society are so important to our own personal sense of our rich heritage. There is so much to draw on, as we say in Irish, which can powerfully reconnect us to our past. But there are also rich things happening in the present that are very important. And most importantly, if being able to reach back long for our heritage and be able to be active with new forms of artistic expression in the present, even the most important of all is being able to use the space of arts and culture and the experience of it as bringing our imagined futures into being. On And they're beautiful words in Irish. Creativity, solely of the imagination, possibility, and by identifying and giving recognition to and encouraging the on development, the going development of culture and creativity in our society, we are laying the foundations for a fulfilling and inclusive citizenship, one that is based on shared meaning heritage and shared identity. So the arts are a powerful medium through which experiences can be communicated. And I think they are just such a powerful contribution towards the discovery of common meanings and ventures to be shared together in achieving cohesion. And I think we have a basic need to convey and share our experiences with fellow citizens and future generations and I think that the venues, too, that the centre will provide, the environment to deliver on a number of challenging but very attainable ideals. DCU's commitment precedent to develop a North Dublin cultural quarter in the regions around the three campuses in the Glasnevin, Drumcondra, Ballymun region is a great example for other educational institutions. The centre will stimulate engagement with the arts and I strongly urge all of you to take advantage of all of that. Now, in a world of constant change and great challenges, and indeed great fragility for our planet itself, and in today's economic climate, leadership with creativity and through innovation is no longer an option. It is just essential. That's a kind of a, a phrase that has become almost well-worn now about the importance of innovation. But at the heart of innovation is creativity. Creative people who have had access to pluralist scholarship, something I spoke about here a couple of years ago, being fully alive to the opportunities and possibilities which surround them, and having the vision and fish and the drive and fun to convert them into tangible outcomes. The concept of a creative society, creative in every aspect, is at the heart of a real republic to which we can all aspire, which can happen. An innovative economy in a cohesive society. They need each other. You need an innovative economy that is constantly renewing itself, but the whole purpose of it is to have a cohesive society that is enabling inclusion. 
we should then encourage excellence and creativity in all aspects of life in Ireland, not only in the cultural area where its legacy is obvious, but in every aspect of life, in the economic conditions in which we now live. It falls upon us to be ever more inventive in aligning this creativity to the real needs of our citizens and, of course, something that young people understand so much better than any other generation, our obligations in relation to sustainability. Student enterprise initiatives, including the Youth Start Commercial Social Entrepreneurship Programme, the DCU Enterprise Society, they will all be part of the bedrock of the Innovation Hub to encourage and support all forms of student-based social and commercial entrepreneurship. I do say something as a former university teacher and member of the governing body for a few periods of time. It isn't a case any longer of those in third-level institutions in universities and technology centres looking out to the commercial world for magic. It is the case of the magic being made in the students and in the staff and in the universities and the technology centres to save very often the failing economy, be it failing by its own terms or failing in terms of the people it should be serving. So it's a time for confidence and this is a great morning to be saying that. So I'm very pleased that the special facilities as well are being provided to feature collaboration on global issues with institutions and campuses around the world. We've been in places where those links are very important. And they're so important, particularly facing the two great challenges of our time, climate change, responding to it, honouring our commitments, the delivery of the sustainable development goals. And that will require the continuous commitment and ingenuity of the finest young minds on the planet in cooperation with all generations, including the brilliant young minds that Ireland is producing, and it will come through DCU. And it is my fervent wish that some of you here today will go on to make wonderful new contributions in solving these challenges as we try to sustain or recreate or refit a world that we can pass on to our children and future generations, combining ecology, ethics, economics, culture. Of course, it is of critical importance that we have that innovation culture, but it is so important that it is ethical in outlook and that it operates on the premise of being part of and not apart from wider society. It was here in DCU, I think about 2013, that I launched the President's Initiative, My Ethics Initiative, that has now spawned a number of different initiatives in different places in Cork, in UCD, DCU. But I think the lesson of recent years is that a bit, I'm so pleased that it has brought such good fruit. It was the second one. The first one had been about being young and Irish. But the lesson of recent years is that a business culture whose sole purpose is the short-term gratification of profit maximisation in the shortest time is not sustainable. I could summarise much in economics by saying patient capital can achieve sustainability. Speculative capital without responsibility has the capacity to endanger sustainability, undermine social cohesion itself. This is a great responsibility in all of us, and I very much look forward to your embracing the with the imagination and intellectual courage that is required for all of these challenges. 
and it will deliver us, I'm quite confident, the heart of a truly ethical citizenship. My very last point is something that is of so important. The global village. The, I think the President has already to refer to this morning. I know that close, he said 150, I had 120 different nationalities are represented in the DCU student community. And that is something to be achieved. It's reflected in the diversity of the student societies. The Africa Society, the India Society, the Islamic Society, and creating a hub to celebrate and showcase this diversity at the right, at the at the heart of the student centre, is such an important part. Does such a wonderful thing in the culture of inclusion in the university, and it will add greatly to the student experience. Because it has become ever more clearer to us in this new Ireland. And aren't we lucky that the public accept that, I think, by and large? That we share that it is how through respect for each and for the merging of the best of such heritage, heritages that we weave new patterns to create the multicultural tapestry that is modern Ireland. For as a society, we can be deeply grateful to all those who come to us from near and distant lands. We celebrate the richness that comes from the coexistence of diverse cultures, manifested through a rich varieties of languages, spiritual beliefs and rituals, as well as distinct patterns of thinking, acting, and relating to others. You know, when I was speaking down in University College Cork a few months ago on the famine, one of the things which really made people sit up was to realise that in 1901, more Irish-born people lived outside the island of Ireland than on the island of Ireland. That was the effect of that great exodus of our own people in the 19th century. No one understands or should understand better than, than the Irish how important treating migrants and treating the theme of migration itself with the hospitality that is of the other that is necessary. And we do. And there is an ancient proverb in our own Irish language, that is, travellers have tales to tell. There is a rich historical tradition in our island of the deep respect for travellers who visited towns and villages with multi-layered stories of history, culture and folklore. And these Shanachar storytellers were offered hospitality and welcomed with open arms by communities eager to learn news and stories from the provinces. So I think we must encourage all of those who have come to be with us to make sure that they tell us their stories. They are not people without a story, and they are not people coming with any tabula rasa, and we are the richer for that. And those who value this university, I know, look forward to seeing I am offended when they are here. We look forward, as all of us do, to seeing your genius expressed in classrooms, societies, and social spaces in this university, on our sports fields, in our literature, theatre, and television, in our music and dance, and most importantly, in our friendships, wherever you may be on this island we share. We must see it in our community life and in our politics and in all the places where your talent or your curiosity will take you.
For for this part of your life, I say to you, we are of one nation and we have great opportunities together. So do have no inhibition in letting your genius shine. Agus Marskakal Square is minlam kogotakasarene rishle kak in your point aka. Lation quinkercha, lation tokrasha, atak toka kunkriak. Lation jaras, lation firkin of allisha. Ata a fallenish does not all the tolichia, near one adult to have. You know, I gave a very long, one of my very long exercises recently, for which I had become notorious, in on, and I quoted Gaston Bachelet at the Poetics of Space. And he, was on, he wrote a piece on the distinction between a house and a home. And he said it is through the conferring on the space, making it a site of intimacy and creativity of memories and dreams. And then going back to what was a concourse and what was a quad, my hope for many of you here today and the 50,000 students who will use this facility in the coming decade, that this building will become for you home to your most cherished memories, to your wildest dreams and your deepest friendships and your wonderful releases into achievement. Agus <laughs> Perbu Espana, Karimila Mahi, Dantaoki.